0: It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue located in Luzbio and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and
1: Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome back to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. I hope you had a wonderful week. Every Saturday night at 10 p.m., you find us on 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you every Saturday night by Roberto Pettis, Miller Tidal, Texas, and also our podcast are brought to you by Old House Barbecue, Mr. Jose Guillen. We're going to take just a second, and we're uh, just Courtney is here this evening. Good She's evening. my co-host, and I guess Billy's not coming tonight. He's not. Oh Well, no. we're going to miss him. But our uh, producer is here, Michael Clark, and we're going to take a minute just to listen to the Pledge of Allegiance, Performed by the Clark Children.
2: I present yes. to the flag of, of the United States, States of America, America
0: and, and to the Republic, Republic for which it stands, one nation, nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty, with liberty and justice for all.
1: This evening we are minus t- uh, Mr. Billy Tatum. As usual, he's got more important things to do. But we love you, Billy.
3: Well, hello, Miss Courtney. How How hello, you? I'm doing good. How was your week? Running around like a chicken with his head cut off, as usual.
1: Well, what's happening? Because I see you going everywhere. Is your daughter now playing basketball for she's, the summer? It's or?
3: always yes, and so we've we're in the full swing of AAU season, and so we've got a break right now. But she's got a college uh, showcase tomorrow morning at TW in Fort Worth, and then I'm shipping them both off to summer camp for a week, and then I'm on vacation, so I won't be here next week. So <laughs> where are you going? San Diego. Uh, uh. <laughs> Mm. Listen, mm. I said the same thing and then it has everything that I want to do. I want to go hiking, I want to go kayaking, I want to go paddleboard, I want to go on the beach, I want to go to a fun uh happening area. That's that's San Diego. Well, what about Mexico? Um, I I only have the five days and so I just oh. I just felt like this was a little bit easier. So is she done is she school for the summer so she's doing her internship. She got a leadership um Internship position, so she started that this week. And so how old is she now? Sixteen. She'll be sixteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Is and, this the one that's driving? Um, she's being surprised with a new SUV, newer SUV, a so Ford did Escape. You sell that car? Mm-hmm. I bet you you got a good price for it. You know, I got thirty nine hundred dollars, which was lower than what I thought because when I sold Gigi's car, um, that car was beat to pieces, and you know, I got almost seven thousand for that. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Just like homes, we have inventory flowing out now we, mm-hmm. there's you know this
3: about bidding and all that but what how are people over? doing it with the interest rates i mean now you're looking at a four or five hundred thousand dollar home and now the interest rate goes on and that pushes you out by quite a bit yeah, quite right a bit. insurance has doubled you know for for home i'm quoting out these homes and yes. The home down the street is half of what it was. I mean, it's going to catch up, but these new pricing, the rate revisions that we're doing with all the carriers, it's absolutely insane. I mean, how are people affording this without having... You're starting to see a lot of houses sitting,
1: mm-hmm. sitting. You're seeing homes that were a million point one, they're dropped to 8.9. You know, you're starting sure. to see this. The big, the big market was huge. Very, mm-hmm. very big. Uh, you're having a lot of people coming from California and those areas, but you're starting to see the flow of the businesses. We're having more companies moving in. We just have Caterpillar is moving to um, from Chicago, moving to um, Irving. Well, the, their 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 employees are in a little different category. Yep. So you start to see maybe back to the five thousand four hundred thousand, but there's not there's, there's nothing. nothing. And when you have homes that are nineteen seventy nineteen seventy one, and you add all this stuff to it, you're going to have to sell them for the four five hundred thousand. It's really ridiculous. And you, people are stuck. I have a client that's decided to quit his job. He can't drive to the airport anymore. He's quitting before he closes the house. I'm going. Oh my don't Do this. So right. it's a it's a lot of things going on. The, the The economy is not doing well. The inflation is not doing well. I mean, you just where do you go? What What are we doing? What do we do? I don't know. Let's answer. Let's ask the question to this wonderful.
3: Guests that are here These today. are my guests. Oh, These are your guests yes. and they're business people. So oh, they can yes. tell us. They have a great story. This is Louise and Jacob Apoku. Um, I network with Louise on um, Friday mornings at a group. We've been there for about a year together, but I know she's been, she's one of the original members. And so thank you so much for being on our show this evening. Thank
0: you. You're welcome.
3: So Louise is, oh, what is their name, I can't? Louise and <laughs> Jacob Apoku. 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 Opoco. Poco. O poco. O poco. O Opoco.
0: Who Opoku. Who's saying it? O poco. Correct.
3: I got this one right. No, don't don't do your thumbs up to you. I got this one right. I struggle so much with the Latina Latino names. I cannot roll my R's. I can't do it, but I got this down.
1: <laughs> we just love this wonderful guest.
3: Yes. yes, yes,
1: yes, and I love them because they have something to do with coffee, <laughs> and I'm a coffee aficionado. They do?
3: What do you mean, coffee? Oh,
1: they'll they'll tell you all All about it. All right.
3: And so Louise and I network, and she's one of my favorite people in the group, and she's one of the reasons why I go every Friday. Um, She is just a breath of fresh air, and um, there's a couple other ladies that are in the group, and they've all been, you know, friends and networked together for years and years, and they really were a source of strength when I went through all that stuff last year. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you.
1: Well, you can tell by her smile. She's very gentle and very kind. So
3: sweet. Yeah. So sweet.
1: Well, welcome, Miss Louise. How yeah. are you doing today? You're a beautiful lady. Well, thank you. I'm doing
2: great. And, you know, back at you, Courtney. Courtney's very enthusiastic and just has is full of information. And so we've been exchanging a lot of information. That's why
1: she's an a, a, uh, insurance agent. She's got all the information for all of us. Are you still working for
3: insurance? I am. I'm doing both. I'm adjusting and um, an agent. So what company are you with? Integrity personal insurance for the agency side, and that's I write home and auto. And for the adjusting, I work for an independent firm out of Austin. I handle commercial auto claims, and I'm busy. And And I'm I'm busy and overwhelmed. I tell you, and I'm
0: United
1: Real Estate, and I'm very busy and Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. Yes. Oh, my gosh.
3: And now you guys actually own two stores in Carrollton and Plano. What's the name of your store?
0: A FreeBN Market.
3: And talk to us a little bit about... I know that you guys have quite a journey. You're not originally from the States. You're from two separate parts in Africa. And um, Louise has kind of shared some of the differences that have (laughs) that kind of originate from those two parts. And so I I definitely want to get into that story. I want to talk about your journey to the States, your education, your family, and then um, about the store and kind of bring awareness to the store, because I know that that's something that's important to y'all to kind of be more than just um a target audience for the african population but to uh show it to other people like me right that maybe there's products there and things there that um would be beneficial for my use as well so i'm excited to hear about all of that um miss alexander wow you were mary Kay, also
1: yes, yes wow yes i remember when i was just getting out of college i got this meet Miss Mary Kay herself. Oh, goodness. Um, And I was very young then, and um, it was at a a big event, the Pink event in Waco, Texas. Oh, yeah. And I was Mm -hmm. just trying to sell homes. I was just very new in the real estate. And I got to meet her, and I'll never forget what an amazing, amazing lady she was. Yes, she has been. And I I was honored to have her, to meet her here back in uh, Dallas when uh, I got to see her home and she, she was just an amazing woman. Yes, oh, the heart she Yes, up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
2: So, how long were you with Mary Kay? Actually, I'm still with Mary Kay. I joined Mary Kay in 1993. It was something to do on the side, um, some, somewhere to go, because
1: I was in a corporate job and that oh, was something I did. I want to say something to you about Mary Kay. Mary Kay opened the door to women mm-hmm. and to men for that sake. Um, Mary Kay made a difference for women that could not go out and work. I got to meet, um, how I became involved with the Mary Kay program, I'm always working with um, groups, and uh, in Waco, we had a, um abuse center for, for women, and one of the biggest projects was the Mary Kay project. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave the woman an, a, a place to start a business and become, and you know, her assistant was one of the most mm-hmm. amazing women because she came from that part of the world, mm-hmm. but she gave the possibility to, to be able to do difference and become an a, a entrepreneur in the business. Yeah, we actually have.
2: Uh, so far, we've spent $62 million on cancers that affect women and also uh, centers where children and women can go. Wow. Yeah, so that's something that we do.
1: Isn't that funny? We had, what was her name that we had here from the... Genesis. 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 Genesis, yes. yes. Because I used to take a lot of your leftover, uh, you know, I used to go to the warehouse and pick up and our Mm -hmm. Jewish war veterans ladies, we used to take them to the Genesis. Yes, we do a little business with them. Yes.
3: Wow. Amazing. And it's, you know, it's just, once you start to see what Mary Kay represents beyond just what people think it is, you know, it's just so frustrating because, you know, when people start a business right mm-hmm. um you get you get mad <laughs> you get mad because they start reaching out to you and um uh, you never hear from them right they they're spamming you and they're oh, yeah. sending you yeah. stuff and i love that i i mean i don't get mad i love that because somebody's trying to do something to benefit themselves and especially mm-hmm. if it's with a product that stands for so much more than just what people think it is lipstick, right? It's so much more than that. And so, um, you know, I I try my best to to share and to to be a part of it and let people know. But I also think it's important too for the relationship building, if you're trying to get into something like this, you've got to put in the work, right? Mm, you can't hours, just send yeah. me, hey, this is what I'm doing now. I need you to use me. It's not about that. And that's a, a and that big reason. Very often. All the time. And what was what was great about Louise is when I first started, I had had a relationship with another lady that I got my Mary Kay products from. Great lady. I I, I really like her. But it was always, um, it was always never really digging to find out what I really needed. It's like, hey, this is the special. This is what we're offering. Okay, great. You know, I'll try it. When I met Louise, um, we got to talking about my skin and I have a lot of sun damage and hormonal melasma and things like that. And she was like, you know what? we have a a, a team of doctors. Let me reach out to them. And she put all of this legwork in to find out what would maybe be a good product for me. And that spoke volumes. And that's beyond just selling me something. And so I really appreciated that. Um, And that's helpful. And it was great because the other day I had a neighbor and I was walking towards her across the street and she was like, your skin looks really good. And I didn't have any makeup on. And I was like, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hi, Mary Kay. Yes. Yeah, that, yes. Bye, sir. Here's, know, here's noticed, my lady's name. Yeah, your melasma's almost it's, gone. It's getting there, especially with being in the sun. It's not as prominent I, as it usually is. Yeah,
1: I went through this. I'm going through the the program, too. This is... You're getting some treatments? Yes, I am. I am, I am. So, but just real quick, before this segment goes out, I want to know more a little bit about your wonderful husband. He's watching us over there. He can't talk about Mary well, Kay. Well, he's going to
3: be able to talk. Yeah. He's a the customer. Next, he, he, the next segment, we're going to get into it. So
1: he could talk about man's Mary Kay because <laughs> Mary Kay for man is fabulous. So.
3: I don't know. This may be Louise's deal, right? I don't. Do you do? I do don't know. Yeah, he know.
1: He uses, he uses the shaving
3: cream. Right. He's oh, my yeah. best. He he's my best advertiser. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Excellent. you're, you're
1: going to have a voice in this. Okay. I just want to let you know. We're not going to keep you quiet. So,
3: <laughs> Well, we're going to be back with Louise and Jacob Opoku. We're going to learn more about their journey to the States and their education and their store and all of their uh, corporate jobs. Yes. And their journey. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Please check out our Facebook, Alexander and Friends 660. Like our page. And then you can find all of our previous loaded podcasts on our website at alexanderandfriends.com. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. And our podcasts are brought to you by Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue.
1: This evening, we have two amazing guests that are guests of. Courtney. Yay. My guests. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so, Miss Louise and Mr. Jacob.
3: Adjust- A
0: Opoku. O-P-O-K-U. No. K-U. Yes.
3: Opoku. Yes. I love. So Thank I you. I want to know from the beginning. So tell us where each of you are from and then how y'all met and that whole story, please.
2: Okay, I'm going to say where I, where I'm from and then Jacob can tell you how we met. So I am from Kenya, in my humble opinion, the best country in, in Africa. Uh, we've got snow to, um, you can go from the desert to the snow.
3: Wow. It's yeah, like the it's- California of...
2: Yes, California, Africa. And then we have good coffee. We're known for coffee, but also tea. So very good mountain-grown coffee that's delicious. So that's what we're known for. And then, Jacob, why don't you go ahead?
0: And I'm from Ghana on the west coast of Africa. I've been
1: there.
0: Uh, Ghana was formerly uh, called the gold coast, gold coast because of all the gold uh, they, they found in, in the country.
3: Excellent. And so then how did y'all... End up at the States and meeting each other.
0: Uh, We came to the United States to go to school uh, in 1975 Wow! and met in uh, Kentucky. Uh, Went to a college in Kentucky.
3: Now, did you come over with a scholarship or how do do you end up finding a school in Kentucky of all places? Well,
2: the way I came, my mom uh, went there in 1964. She got a scholarship uh, in home economics. You had to make a whole um, wardrobe for somebody and she won. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she won the scholarship. So she came there in 64, and then I just followed in her footsteps. They, they offered me a scholarship in uh, 75, you know, 10 years later. And so I went, and the school is really good. It was originally uh, built for Appalachian kids who couldn't afford college, and you work 1,600 hours to graduate. So it's wonderful. It teaches you the good ethics about work. Where
3: do you work? Is it just around the town or on the no, college? The, the school is a hundred percent. Except for the dean's
2: office, is run by students. And so I worked in the restaurant and I library.
1: Wow. So let's just go back for a second. Where you did you all know each other when you moved here, or you met in between? No, we met here, Jacob. I'll let you tell him. how yeah, do we Jacob, meet. Jacob tells the secrets.
0: Actually, we met. We she met. needs
1: to know the secrets to keep a husband. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's hilarious.
0: (laughs) We met. um, We actually met in in the in the in the college. uh, Louise and I uh, orientation. Where we we had the orientation and um,
1: was that Berea College?
0: Berea College, Berea College, okay in Kentucky, and uh, we just saw each other and uh, we kind of liked each other and we started talking as friends.
3: Now, what's the story about you almost ran her over? (laughs) <laughs> Tell us all the secrets now <laughs> or forever hold your peace.
0: Well, that that that's uh that's something else. Well, my a friend a friend of uh, of mine came to uh, to see me in, in Berea and Luis was walking across the street and uh, he tried to to drive up to her to talk to her. She was uh, it was hard to talk to Luis at that time and almost <laughs> run her over. Yeah, that that's a story about that.
3: So was he trying to get her attention? or He, he knew was, that he was you trying were... to get...
0: He, no, he was trying to get oh, her attention.
3: Oh, <laughs> being <laughs> pursued! <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I think what it was also, it, it, because we've come full circuit, was the time when uh, hair braiding was really exotic. And of course, I had mine done at home. And I'm sure I, I stood out like a sore thumb, totally head to toe African clothes crossing the street in Kentucky. So you can imagine. <laughs>
3: That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And so, you, so, yeah, so we went to orientation after that. And we were the two youngest ones because the school accepts 30 people from Africa. They have 30 spots every year for Africans.
3: Still to yes. this day?
2: To this day, yes. And so we were, you know, two of the, one of the 30.
3: And then you graduated. And then what, what did y'all end up moving on to? And how did you come to Texas?
0: Well, I got accepted to Texas State University to do my graduate studies. And uh, Louise came too. Um, yeah. With you, with you or? Both of us. Road? Both oh, of both us came, uh, came, okay. uh, to do our master's in, uh, in Texas.
3: And what were the, what was your graduate studies in? Business. Okay. Business. And then what kind of corporate jobs and how did you start your life and how did you end up here in the Dallas area?
2: Well, I know for me, it was, I was, um, after I graduated from tech, I was trying to get a job there. You know, Texas Tech is a very established school and people either die or Retire, so (laughs) I had to move on, you know, because I I I couldn't wait any longer, and so we moved. That's when we ended up moving to Houston, and he joined Food Lion, the Seven Eleven, and all that. He worked for them, and then he ended up joining Food Lion, and they transferred him to Dallas.
0: So I worked for as a consultant for several companies at that time. There were no African stores in the in the northern part of Dallas, so we decided to open Food Lion. I'm sorry we decided to open an African market for African and uh, Caribbean products. And uh, this was about 16, 17 years ago. Our second location we opened seven years later.
3: So how does that work? Do you Did you leave corporate America altogether? And how does that look like as far as that's scary, right? I mean, to leave a stable job with a steady paycheck and benefits and... I mean, how did that conversation go? Whose idea was this?
0: <laughs> it was actually all of both of us, uh, Louise and I, and a partner who is like a brother to me. Uh, thought it would be best to uh, start a store at that time. Uh, I continued to work as a consultant for a little bit. And uh, when the, two, the, the first store got off the ground, uh, I decided to quit and concentrate on the store.
3: Excellent. Are there plans to expand or are you guys good with the two stores?
0: I think we are going to stay with the two stores for now.
3: And then how did COVID impact your stores? Tell us a little bit about that.
0: COVID actually helped both of the stores because uh, restaurants were closed and a lot of more people uh, will come to the store to buy groceries to cook at home. So it actually helped our business quite a bit.
3: Excellent. And I know the, is there a big African community in our area? Is it? Is it something where, um, is it different than Houston or some of the other places that you live down by Texas State? Is it a large population?
0: There is a pretty big African population. The last time I checked, we were getting, we get about, we get customers from about 17 African countries. Oh, wow. So it is It is quite a big Excellent. community.
3: So then you had already been doing Mary Kay at this point when you started the store. Mm-hmm. And so you worked your way up through the ranks with Mary Kay and you are now a... I'm,
2: I'm at the first management level because I, after 30 years in retail, uh, I really wasn't interested in getting to the top level of Mary mm-hmm. Kay, but I, I loved how it enriched my life and taught me ways I can, you know, help other women. First of all, mainly with skin, because in Africa, we have a lot of miscommunication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as to skin and how to take care of your skin. Unfortunately, a lot of women like to lighten their skin, whereas, you know, you hear you're cooking yourself in the sun, we're <laughs> bleaching our skin. So my mission is to really help women understand how you can have healthy skin in the melanin that you were born in. So
1: Excellent. That is-, that is beautiful. I mm-hmm. love that. So you went through the process of Mary Kay. Did, were you able to bring other people uh, under you? To uh... yes, I have. I have ten people
2: under me. And one of the things that my goal, and I hope I'll be alive long enough to do it, is Mary Kay hasn't hit Africa yet. They haven't established, uh, you know, they haven't opened a Mary Kay establishment in Af- any of the African countries yet. And so, is I'd there love... a reason why? Uh, probably, I would say negotiations. <laughs> and trying to negotiate because even though women have um, freedom in Africa, I think it's still a very male-dominated, you know, continent. And so it it would be hard. We're still trying to convince the people there that the women can actually take this and do it themselves because Mary Kay's goal is the women have to run the show.
1: Absolutely. absolutely.
2: And that would be for African women. That would be amazing because if you ever go to a marketplace in Africa, uh, women run it. And, you know, we we quietly and one of the things, too, that I'm proud of as an African woman is we do things in the background. Um, we, we we don't necessarily talk about what we're doing, but we have the power in the background.
3: Now, question is that from where you were raised in Africa, is that how does that impact like your relationship and norms for the community? Because it's like you are a strong woman, right? Mm-hmm. And And you do have a say and you are very vocal to me, it seems like so. Is that is that the norm where you're from in in Africa, Jacob? I mean, are women seen that way? Like, I don't. I, I'm just trying to understand how this works. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Not not really. Louise is uh is very vocal. Uh, most mm-hmm. African women are
1: um, submissive.
0: Yes, yes. Let's let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Submissive. Uh, and Louise really reminds me of my mom. My mom was very very strong, very strong woman. So. <laughs> That's the reason why we get along so well. <laughs>
3: Excellent. And how long have y'all been married?
0: We've been married 43 years.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. his mom, you know, she didn't speak English. It was a very interesting, um, when I met her, I loved her because she's like four or nine, cute as can be. But you could tell she ran the show. And that's how, you know, she would, she makes the suggestions, does everything in the background. Because one of the things that, that was beautiful to watch is, I did a little bit when his parents were here, but when you cook, you give the husband the food. You let him taste it. And when he's tasted it, then you go get yours. Then you sit down and eat together. But his mom would very quietly slide her food onto his plate. And then they would eat from one plate. And I thought that was beautiful because, I mean, she was strong, but she still was, was submissive in a beautiful way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But they had a beautiful relationship because they were married for 65 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we have 65
1: years. Yes. How long have you been married? 43. 43. 43. <laughs> How do you hear it. I'm sorry. I was I was watching. I was list, looking at your uh, products uh, on online uh, at the grocery store mm-hmm. in Carrollton. In Carrollton, and I've got to ask you a question. What's the Kulelu Palm?
0: And oh. Kulelu Palm is a is a palm drink. Uh, is a drink from the palm tree. Palm. And Kulelu Palm drink.
1: So it's not a beer or anything like that? It's not
0: a beer, okay. no. We cannot sell alcohol. So
1: Okay. Yeah. It's because it says shake. Okay. Mm-hmm. I go into your store sometimes and just look around. I like to look at the uh, uh, the the African uh, items that you have there. So I enjoy And some of the food, I, I have to question it because you got pork mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I go in there quite often. Is it Mike that works there? Mike My, works there, Correct. See? Michael, you know Michael, that. I know your employees, I mean... Yeah. How does she know everybody? She <laughs> remember I mean, their names. That's that awesome. insane. You know, that the thing amazing. about it is, Mary Kay, mm-hmm. you've learned from Mary Kay, you learn everybody's name. You learn to talk to them and you learn to always offer them your business and ask them for the business. And that's what I do. I go to your store. I just, you know, are you winning? You want to sell your store? I have a client. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. That's how I met Michael.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might
1: consider it when we get recruited. Really Who makes nice. your
0: empanadas? Oh, the meat pies. Yes, Mm -hmm. the
1: meat pies. I call them bananas. Who makes
0: them? Is that from Jolly? No, we have a kid who makes those for us.
3: Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you connect him with Jolly Jolly? Do you know Jolly Jolly?
0: I do know Jolly Jolly. Uh, What
3: what uh, was his um, famous bread? The sweet bread? Like the Hawaiian roll? It's
0: a sweet bread. The sweet Mm -hmm. bread.
3: And Mm -hmm. you're from the... uh, He's from Nigeria.
0: He's from Nigeria. I'm from Ghana. You're from Ghana. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: What an amazing story. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your family. Your children. I see that your children work in your stores also.
0: Well, we have two girls, two daughters. Uh, uh, They have their own jobs. Uh, My granddaughter works for us. Uh, She's 19 and uh, does cashiering for us.
3: Louise was saying that she's been hanging around the store since she was a toddler. And so the customers have seen her grow up, which is so neat to me. Oh, that is absolutely wonderful.
1: Well, we're getting ready to go to our our third segment here. So we'll be back in just a second, and you're listening to Alexandra Friends 660, The Answer. This show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, and our podcasts are brought to you by Guillen, Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue. I'm Alexandra, and I'm your host every Saturday night, and Michael Clark is our producer this evening, as usual. And Courtney, you're my co host and I'm glad you're here today because otherwise I would be the pleasure just me by myself with Louise and Jacob. What an amazing They're couple. great. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna tell you, Louise, something. I have um like nine or ten cases of um Mary Kay, because everybody I meet, they said, Oh, I saw Mary Kay. Would you like to be okay? I'll pay you. It's it's still twenty dollars, right, for the to join. Uh, it's got a little bit up. It's a 100 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got all these cases, so you know what I do? I give. I um, usually send them to the to our veterans over. At, you know our yes, we, we packages. But <laughs> because I every day you want to join me, sure. Here's, here's the money. Here's the money. And mm-hmm. I, I, I love, I love Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the museum in Addison? Oh yes. Yes, I I I usually take my guests there. Oh my gosh, I take my guests. I take my clients there all the time and go to the cafeteria and eat. That is one of the most amazing. You need to take your children. I'm
2: going to take you to lunch. lunch
1: is made by a chef every day. Every day, it's amazing. I took all our Jewish war veterans auxiliary, and they loved it. And we went to. Oh my gosh, her beauty, her 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 items were gorgeous. You know, Mm -hmm. just amazing. But it's good for the children, especially young ladies, to look Mm -hmm. at. So what else can you tell us about what you're, um, your, your, uh, what are you going to do when you grow up?
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I think we've been blessed in that I get to do what I love, you know, uh, help women with their skin and just life in general. Because I, I was in clothing also for 30 years. So I do, when people ask us, what do we do? I say, my husband feeds people and I dress and make them look good. Oh my gosh. You were with Mervyn's? Yes, oh yes, yes. That from that commercial, open, open, open. <laughs> Were
1: you in Carrollton with Mervyn's? No, I had
2: the one in Plano. In Plano, in Plano on uh, seventy-five and uh, Plano Parkway.
1: Wow, I love that store. In Carrollton, we had one right there, on the, yes. uh, and but where H Bar is now. And yes, my office, my uh, my um, American Airlines office after I finished flying, that was that was my office, and mm-hmm. I cried a lot when it closed. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was amazing. it was Murmans is
3: Mervin's was not up north. I don't no. remember no, it was. and uh, when I moved to um Kentucky I could have sworn there was a Mervin's out there and then they that's when they started closing it And that no. was 2001 ish and then I didn't I remember at Mervin's because that's where they were selling those Healy sneakers with the wheels, with underneath. The wheels and underneath. my older kids yeah. wanted it and <laughs> Mervin's was the only place that carried it and I remember going in there and fighting for them and uh yeah, that's my memory of Mervin's. That's all I've got. <laughs> so
1: you've been in the retail for a long, long time. Yes. I've... White House Market. What? Which one is that? White, uh, the Black White House Market. Which one is that one? That's a store that is now owned by
2: Chico's. And everything, when I, when I was working, there was black or white. So if you needed something that was black or white, that's where you went. But do they, have, they, have, one do do they have
1: one on Preston Road? Yes. Yes. yes.
3: In the gallery. Mm-hmm. In There's one the gallery. in Allen, too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I love that mm-hmm. store.
2: Yes, it oh, is. So it's not
3: black and white anymore? It's They have it's, got some they color? They
2: introduce what they call a seasonal color. A seasonal oh, color. Yes. But
1: they do have beautiful black and white. Mm-hmm. I love Chico's, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, your Chico's I, is I saw like the that, mother's. and I'm going like, oh, my gosh, did I ever go to your store? Because I go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what else can you tell us as you uh, as a woman and you started your business? What do you... Um, when you're dealing with your the people that are working under you what do you tell the women what do you tell the women when they start working with you
2: well for us since I came here I was 19 when I came so what we do oh I thought you were still 19 (laughs) oh yes yes Uh, I I mean
3: for real though her skin is is I mean it's just flawless
2: flawless yeah thank you Mary Kay um when I came here though um it, it was rough, you know, like being sure. on your own. so what we do at our store and Jacob is really good at that because, you know, they call us Auntie Louise and well, actually, I'm mama and He's Uncle Jacob.
0: Uncle but, Jacob.
2: Yes. And we really help them. The young girls, we want them to know that education will get you everything. Thank you. And that's, you know, at home, education isn't free. And here, a lot of it can be free if you know how to work that, you know, get the scholarship. So that's what we push a lot. Um even the kids who work for us, Michael, if they have a test, we give them the day off. Really? Yes, because it's not an option not to go to school. Oh, I am so and, glad. And so as them mom figure, I, I really make sure that they understand that they need to get on with school and then everything comes together after school.
3: Excellent.
1: Wow. So you're, you have a master's also? Yes. And what? A French and linguistics. I saw that. How many other? My mother was linguistic.
2: Yes, and, and of course we had to have a, they didn't think English was, my second language so I had to learn Spanish. Habla espanol? Si, sí, un poquito. Ay, que perfecto. So, <laughs> so how
3: many languages do you speak?
2: I would say three and a half fluently because I do have my own native language, which is a lot like Swahili. If Swahili. You've heard Swahili, But no. But
3: you two don't speak the same language, it's different? No, no, we no. So could you communicate with each other or it's really that different?
2: We, we use English, but I, right now I've learned enough because he made sure I knew the important words, like in his language, Mepel is I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the big words that you have to know, in Ghanaians are very welcoming, so akwaba. Akwaba. Yeah, it is, which uh, means welcome. And what
0: else did you teach me? Midase. Which oh, which oh yes, "Midas."
2: Thank you. I had to know how to say thank you. Yes, and but you know i have sitting around them long enough because he's I'm Bantu, and he's what well, you know Africa is divided into two sets. You're either Bantu or Nilotic, and his language. Even though I'm a college, I mean a language teacher, I have tried his language. I've learned enough. They can't talk about me anymore, <laughs> but I I speak enough that I I've put, I can put enough words together to know what they're talking about.
3: What about your kids? Can they? Speak anything? No, pres- we
2: kept it English so that they wouldn't get confused. Yes, good. Yeah, and now the the grandkids are really our ambition right now because they really are getting him to teach, and I'm teaching them my language, and he's teaching them, and they want to go home. They want to go. with planning awesome. a trip so they can learn about their uh, homeland. Because especially when I went, I went to the place where you know they showed. I think President Obama showed the last place that the slaves were. We went to visit that. Oh wow, it, it was amazing. So uh, the kids when they saw my pictures, they wanted to go as well.
3: Do you feel like um, the grandkids are more interested in that than your daughters were, or were your daughters equally as interested? And and
2: it's it probably is our fault a little bit because we we you know we I don't think we really delved into that until I think maybe uh, junior high. Then like you you took a peek at my house; it looked like an African museum. <laughs> So we we do that. We we make sure they're proud of that, and we explain what everything means. And uh, for example, you know what they have different colors for funerals in Jacob's country. You know, red and black and white. So we make sure they know that. And the grandkids are really into it. They are, and I think it's. And I think we've come full circle too. You Mm -hmm. know, you went through the '60s where certain things were more important than others. Sure, yeah. Sure. So they're doing that.
3: And I think too, it's like you you had so much going on, right? When the kids were growing up, you're trying to start your life and work and you're doing all these things. And it's just it's interesting because I see that. I wish I had more time with my grandkids, um, but it's different focus, right? Like Mm -hmm. you just you get to just teach and play and, you know, you're not running around like a crazy person trying to do all the stuff, which I feel like takes away from, you know, their parent, their parent, their moms, you know, Mm -hmm. and so. Now, if I can just get these younger two ones out, I can I can sell my house and get my camper van, and then I can just start traveling around, visiting everybody, and just oh, being. <laughs> That's I'm, what you think. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to That's do it. That's what you think. What am I
1: gonna do? You come come with me, and we'll go visit everybody.
3: Let's do it. Are you gonna sleep with me in the camper van? No, I don't do campers.
1: Oh, am doing have holiday in. This... Well, I'm with uh, you.
3: Yeah, <laughs> make sure hotels. My why. my husband
1: used <laughs> to love camping. Where's the hot, yours holiday? No, ends.
3: no, no, no. Not camping in in the camper van. It'd be very fancy. Can we just yes. fly? I, the driving's the best part. We can open up the back doors and look at the beautiful scenery. So Mister Jacob, can we talk for a second? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not
1: going anywhere. It says a no. So uh, one thing, let me let me just go back and talk. In your country, right, uh, education is very important. Right. That's the only way you can really move to the next level. That is, is that true. correct? That is so, correct. So I, I used to have... Um, when I was flying, we, my, one of my roommates from... In, um, she retired from American Airlines. In, in flight oh. school, was from Ghana. And her parents came here in a very hard situation. But she always emphasized how strong it was to, to go to school because mm-hmm. there was no other option. Mm-hmm. So for you, uh, being from two, Kenya is more, you know, eclectic to me, I'm being Kenya. But how did you, uh, when you left your home, how how did you your family react? Because you were you were the the man.
0: Well, I was, I was actually the first to uh, come to the United States. My main goal was to go to school, and that was exactly what I did. Uh, I came here and I went to school, so I went to college, uh, got a bachelor's and a master's, and uh, helped a few of my brothers and sisters come here too.
1: Good. So you were yeah. able to reach out and bring them here and help. Exactly right. And do you ever go back and, and
0: I used to. I used to quite a bit. Um both of my parents are deceased now and so there's so and most of my family is here, so I do not go back as often as I want to. Uh the plan though for Luis was mentioned that a little bit, is to take the, the grandkids right. to Africa every summer. Good. And we are we are seriously thinking about starting that next year.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm that is so good because they can go back and look and then go back and help other i always say if you leave that country you need to go back and help
0: that is true get
1: get the other people that is true. ahead of the game right mm-hmm. so wow well what else what so my question to you was what are you going to do when you grow up miss louise what is the next um, plan in your journey well, honestly is help
2: my grandkids see you know like we're talking about education like, for example, our daughter is thinking about, she's a nurse practitioner, the younger one. Uh-huh. And she's thinking about getting a clinic together where awesome. she can do natural health because she's a vegetarian. And she really wants to teach her fellow African uh, women and girls and boys that, you know, how to eat well. Because we do have naturally grown a lot of natural food, even in the store. And she really wants to help them do that.
1: You need to connect her with Dr. Deepa. Deepa.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Deepa. You know Deepa Patani. Yes. Yep. I she's met her with one of the networks Yes, she oh. does. She started a functional medicine, uh, almost like a movement where we are, and so it's more of a holistic approach to everything, yes. and that's a big part. Obviously, the nutrition is a key part wow, of it. What? Yeah.
1: What an amazing! You know, it's a circle and mm-hmm. It's just amazing. So, um, so do you belong to a a, a a religious church? Yes, we we go to Grace Outreach. It's a non-denominational church
2: mm-hmm. on Preston and Parker.
1: Parker Preston Parker, mm-hmm. and are you an elder or, or? It sounds like you're part of the ministry.
2: No, I, you know, help with the, the, my kids work in the children's ministry, and um, my my oldest daughter especially. And I, I just, I think I've introduced like twenty people. I just send everybody there. Awesome, <laughs> because awesome. they they have no they they're really into. It's like when they one day we had that dress up day in your national clothes and looked like the United Nations. So that I love
3: that. That's oh, awesome. really? Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: interesting, mm-hmm. and. Is that uh, non 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 non-dedominational? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. I'd like to visit one day. Yes. I'd love to. Pastor Brooks is amazing. (laughs) Well, we'd love for you to meet um, the uh, the judge because I think you would love going to uh, to the Faith uh, Johnson. Faith Johnson. Yes, Yes. and that's the campaign that you're running. Well, yes, but she's going to be the next district attorney, Mm -hmm. which is Ah. very very important. But having said that, she's one of the most religious and faith person you've ever met in your life, and she speaks beautifully. So. So, Mr. Jacob, you're so quiet. Do you have anything to tell us?
3: Is your any, next juicy, store opening? any juicy stories about Louise that you could tell us? Oh,
0: there are so many of those. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, we, um, I'm retired now, so. Oh, you don't we, work at we all. Just, we just want to stay with the two stores, uh, actually. And then yeah.
3: tell us a little bit where people can get uh, some yes. more information. Do you have social media for the stores or a website or where? What's the intersection um, that they're located at?
0: Uh, the one in Plano is located on the corner of uh, Plano Parkway and Avenue K, and the one on Beltline is uh, two seven one seven East mm-hmm. Beltline Road, uh, right across the street from uh, U-Haul.
3: And then, mm. what about a website?
0: We do not have a website. Uh, we are on Facebook. Okay, we are what's the on Facebook? The
3: we mm. need to link that to our page. Yes, and we're going to be right back. Uh, you're listening to Alexander and Friends. Please check out our Facebook at Alexander and Friends six sixty. Also, our website, com. The show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez, and our podcasts are sponsored by Old House Barbecue, Jose Guillen. Don't forget to stop by and have a big baked potato with all
1: this wonderful whew, meat on top of it with at Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and in Louisville. And stop and say hello to Mr. Guillen and tell him you heard us on the radio. And Courtney, have you been over to um,
3: the Old House Barbecue? Oh, no. I haven't. I haven't been to Jolly Jolly Bakery. I haven't been to Old House. I don't get to go to Joe's. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, I think you need to go to the
1: African. 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 Right. African. Mm-hmm. They have amazing. Tell me about your coffee. That's what I want to hear.
3: And we've got Louise and Jacob. Apoku. Louise and Jacob. Yes, yes they've oh, been with us. Oh, what
1: was the last name?
3: Opuko. Opuko. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the coffee. Uh, in, do you have coffee in yes. the store that it's brewed and you can?
2: No, no we, uh, th- those are, you know, those are laws like Plano. You have, we're uh, talking about the laws, you know, regarding that. No, but we do have coffee um, that we get uh, from all over because South Africa too has real good
0: coffee. We get some from Jamaica.
3: Can I tell you what I want to do when I grow up? What's that? Ultimately, if I didn't have to worry about all these dang kids and bills and stuff like that, I want to open up a coffee place and I'm going to call it Coco Gigi's mm-hmm. and it's going to be an iced coffee place. And right now in my mind, I have it where it's going to initially start off as like a food truck and there's going to be pop-up locations and it only serves iced coffee and it's going to be Gigi-isms, things that my mom said. And my mom, she was, um, she was single, single mom and she was just tough and mean. She was just mean. And she just, <laughs> you, you did never feel sorry for yourself around Gigi. And so I want it to be like, um, You know, those it's like Dick's Last Resort, but for coffee, where it's like, it is what it is. You suck it up and put your big girl panties on. Like, those are the names of the iced coffees, and there's no substitutions. And then there'll be a little section for just some hot coffee, and I'll call it the sissy bar. And you have, like, your—just get a cup of hot coffee with your flavored syrups. This is my plan. So if anybody wants to go in on this that's listening— you just you know where to find me.
1: <laughs> well, I, my my bottom line is how? You, what kind of money are you going to make? Because coffee just by itself, I, I'm beginning to. I mean, uh...
3: people are paying. I mean, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't want to charge a fortune. But I mean, you go to Starbucks, people are spending seven bucks. I know for a coffee. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to do that. But you know, I've been to several places just in our travels with the girls, and I try to find coffee places. And there's um, a place up in Arkansas. It's called Seven Brews, and They have a frame drive throughs on either side and there's kids working it and they play popular music and they're screaming and yelling and singing at the top of their lungs, making these seven dollar coffees that I buy every time I go up there. And it's Mm -hmm. just it's just so fun. You know, it's just a fun place and it just makes you feel good and happy. And that's what I want to do.
1: Well, that sounds like a deal. I'd love to invest in it if you um, allow me to add some other things to it. What would you add to it? Well
3: if you're, you wanna, you want you want to have a truck
1: driving around
3: serving well, coffee Well I just I I don't initially but I figured that with the whole camper van I could get like I can live in the back of it <laughs>
1: Sounds like sounds I'm a simple like
3: simple person, people. A
1: it sounds like we're going to pay for a dry, a townhome <laughs> driving around car. So now we're, we're investing
3: in a property that goes
1: that you're going to live in.
3: And but I, I need <laughs> and and I I would like to keep it in Allen so that my kids and their friends can work there. But. Um, It it needs to be a double drive through and to find parking space that doesn't make it. What's frustrating is when they put a Starbucks or a Dunkin Donuts someplace and to get in the line, you're sitting in the street, you're blocking traffic. That bothers me. Mm -hmm. And so I want to have it where it's good traffic flow. And that's the tricky part. So if you could work on that part for me in your real estate endeavors, that would be great. Thank you.
1: Well, I just want to make sure that we if I'm going to invest that we have a return because it sounds like we're going to pay for your home to live in. Which is your car?
3: Listen, I saw there's a new coffee place that opened up. It's called Black Rifle. I don't know if you've seen this. I saw their sales goal up on the board when I went through the drive-through. They had all their their numbers, and they are selling tens of thousands of coffee revenue per day. Yeah, but you want to live in the in the van? I don't want to, but I mean, sometimes it's a means to an end. You know, okay. you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sick of paying for a mortgage and to all the bills that come in and the taxes. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to get my camper van. I'm going to live on your property. We're going to sell sling coffee out of the back of it. It's going to be great until we can open up a brick and mortar location. That's the plan. Well, that's
1: what I'm planning on right now. Yeah. Opening a down a a grocery store with an upstairs private club. What kind of private club? Private club.
3: Are you going to do how some of the people put... um, a secret code on social media. Like you have to go to the page and, and get the secret code for entry. Now You'll
1: have to pay for a membership. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then have coffees and all that good stuff.
3: Will there be alcohol there? Could be. Do you like the name Coco Gigi's or is I it like just Coco too Gigi. much? Coco Gigi's I, I like, like Coco
1: Gigi's. But what's Coco? I'm Coco.
3: Oh, you're Coco. That's my grandma name. I'm
1: Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tiki. Are you? That's what they call me. That's what, Tiki, Tiki so co-co. coco. I'm a Guku. <laughs> a Guku?
2: Grandma in my language. Excellent.
1: Well, I think I want to go back to. Uh, oh, okay. Ms. We're done with my goals saying, and yeah, dreams. yet. your yep. goals. Well, we're t- I want to talk a little bit about domestic violence, which is we, you, I think you, you deal a lot with. And I know this is, it sounds funny because we're talking about making money and all that good stuff. But I really truly think that we, more women need to learn or, or we need to have more project areas for women like you're talking about and start businesses for them, but get them involved to become really the owners of that business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money in, in, in what they call uh, grants for this particular item. Right. So, and that would be a great start for a business.
3: Well, and to take it to another level, you know, right now, times are hard and I'm seeing in all these mommy Facebook groups, I think the pandemic and just everything is kind of hit and is, uh, marriages are starting to completely fall apart. And that mm-hmm. just goes in line with all the other stuff that's going on. And don't be lumping me into it. I did my divorces for different reasons, but, um, you know, you're seeing all these women that had become dependent on their spouse mm-hmm. and they know nothing about their finances. Yes. They know nothing about, they haven't worked cause they raise kids. Right. And so trying to enter the job market, making nine ten bucks an hour to try and survive and they have they have no uh, experience at that point to get them to a a wage that can they can live on and I think that that's so important when we talk about these businesses like Mary Kay and um, you know some of the other opportunities that are out there it's so important to be able to educate women to know that there's an opportunity where you can still be a full-time mommy and still have this side business that could make you right. money to live on. And right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: We have a, a, a net, I guess you could call it a networking board. And we try to teach a, a lot, especially when I'm there, they know that when I'm there, the mothers know and the women know, and the husbands know when they come in, that when a woman walks in, she's doing the cook, uh, cooking, so she better make the decisions on mm-hmm. the shopping. And I try to encourage them to have the power to even make a, a decision about what meat to buy and so forth. And and so um. I, it it is important. It's just education. That's again why we it's all we put, education. Yeah. yeah, we push education, education, and we connect them. And and with Mary Kay, I try to also let the put on the back of my book that we have that, you know, that ability for you to contact because I remember, I, I don't know if you were there when I covered it, our networking group that there is a number that Mary Kay goes on campuses. And deals with women and, you know, rape and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's a number you can call and it dings the police
1: station and they'll find you. Oh, wow. Wow. That is amazing. But, you know, I want to say, Louise, that it's not only about women. There's men also that are being, I'm going to not name anything, but I'm going through a transition with a family that I'm getting ready to list their home, which I think I'm not going to do it because it's very, very sad. But this family... Or this, when they sell their home, she's going to be homeless. She has nothing. I mean, she's never worked in her life. He's going to be probably the most miserable human. But there's this abuse within their own homes without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. It's all here. And it's so sad. I, I mean, I walked in. I, I left crying because of the abuse of both of them. 20 years, and they live separately in the house. And have never even seen each other in the last 10 years. Wow. Mm. And this happens. So, uh, with it's this, very with common. Cold, yes, it's becoming. Well, mild. and
3: you think about how it is now with just the prices of everything, right? Everything. People are staying in relationships, relationships that are extremely yeah. toxic because it's expensive to do it on your own. Absolutely, absolutely, and so then that just breeds bad, bad, bad. I mean, it's awful.
1: And I think that's becoming part of the of the problems with the uh, crime. It's becoming now they don't want to work; they just can steal, so mm-hmm. they steal and they hurt you. And, so,
3: what were you saying? That now there's laws where people can literally steal up to X amount and they can't be prosecuted. And I can't, I can't block the door and knock them down. And, In Dallas County, the law that.
1: says you can steal up to seven hundred and fifty dollars, and you will not be prosecuted. You will not be but you don't.
3: The police will not come over. You know what's great about that, though, is that karma, karma always comes back and gets you. Here comes Michael. Oh,
0: right. I've heard the stories that they actually take calculators in there and they add up the stuff as they're going and make sure that they walk out oh. with seven hundred forty nine dollars worth of That's stuff. Disgusting. And then the cops try to stop them, and they say, "Nope, look, I got, I added it up. It's less than seven hundred fifty dollars. You can't stop me."
3: But why? Why? Want to steal?
0: Because no, the, no no
3: but why is that allowed? Why? Because
0: the Dallas County J- District Attorney
3: Is faith changing this?
0: That's what she wants to do. Okay. Vote
3: yes. oh for Faith Johnson everybody. <laughs> First day 750
1: and the the worst part about it is they're going to the same shops over and over and over and people, you know,
3: they know what to do. But but how but how do they why is there not like um a thing where they can't come in? I mean, you can turn business away for all sorts of crazy reasons. Why you can't, can't you, you turn? Will, you can't, why can't you be mom in and pop
1: store? store like theirs?
3: Yeah,
2: no, I think yeah, that's one of the things that I would say we're blessed in that that in African, in not to, some countries still now, you get your hand cut off for stealing. That's right. Stealing is tell worse. Is, than, yeah, stealing em. is worse than killing. I mean, it is considered that. So so far, knock on wood, we've been blessed in that we've taught our employees customer service, but also just the custom. To be caught stealing would be so shameful. I think that's a deterrent for us with our African clients. But, you know.
1: In the Middle East, it's the same thing. They chop your fingers off. And that's what we should do a few times here. (laughs) And because, you know, just think, you worked all this time. Yeah, no. And then they come in and take it from you because that's good for them. Because Mm -hmm. they Mm can't. Just think about that. Yeah. And small businesses, and so you're, you're a small business. How mm-hmm. would you feel somebody coming in there? Well,
3: and I think, too, that, you know, you say about the bigger stores, like they just, they don't. They write it off. Oh, right, right. We want to thank very much
1: uh, our our visitor from last week, Tracy Clifton. The infant photography. Yes.
3: Yes, that was so sad.
1: Tracy, it was a very hard show, but mm-hmm. it's reality. It is. Just like everything else. and mm-hmm. um, And her husband being a fireman was an amazing mm-hmm. thing to help her mm-hmm. do this. So um, we bring stories about life, health, wealth, and love, and we walk the journey with you. And tonight, we walk the journey with Louise and Jacob from Africa. And we're so excited to have them here, Courtney. Thank you for bringing them. You are welcome. And, Miss, would you you give your phone number out if they want to get hold of you for your store? or, do or Mary Kay. You, or Mary or, Kay? How, or how do they Mary reach Kay? you for
3: Mary Kay or for your Afrobian store?
2: Well, Mary Kay, if you go to our website and type in Louise Opoku, it will pop up. I have a website. Oh. Good. And you can, and, uh, or if you call me, um, actually, we can't give out the phone numbers, but we can. Just go to the website and it will give you all the or information. Or you can call me
3: and I can get you yeah, connected yeah. with Louise. It's my oh. biggest advertisement. Yes. walking advertisement. Yes. And then
2: a freebie and market, Jacob?
0: A freebie and market. You can always call us at 972
1: 509 1825. Yeah, you got a nice website, Ms. Louise. Well, Louise Opu. No. Yeah, it it O P O. That's my.
3: <laughs>
1: oh. O P O. Join it, Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Believe it or not, I'm going to join you. <laughs> I love you. Li- so I'm going to be ordering my lipstick from you from now. Oh yes. I love. Lipstick. Actually, we have two lipsticks now.
2: If you buy them, they're heart shaped. Mary Kay gives a dollar for every lipstick we sell to the
1: With- to the shelters. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. Well, we're looking forward to that.
3: Oh, here comes Michael.
0: Well, I want to say congratulations to my son. Preston who passed his driver's exam and now gets to get his license so congratulations to my 16 year old
3: congratulations and I'm congratulations. sorry congratulations. you need to pick up another job to pay for that insurance bill <laughs> <laughs> so you put that on there and also
1: thank the children for the wonderful job they do with the Pledge of Allegiance you're listening to Alexander Friends 660 the so this show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Tidal my co-host Courtney, thank you for a wonderful evening <laughs> thank you
0: Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue, y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Luzbio. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends, or write us an email, friends 660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.